Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my friendly show. My pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited about our show. We're going to have Daniel Turner on with us as soon as I get done with my prayer and my monologue. We will bring him right on. There's so much to talk about. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for who you are. For your love and your grace and your mercy that we do not deserve. Thank you. We ask a great praise for your forgiveness that we also don't deserve, Father. But may we be a people that always seek that. And we ask, Father, that you we pray for our enemies, that, that they will come to know you. Bring them to you by truth, Father. Expose their evil words and their deeds. And may they see, as well as all of us see and know and understand, that your ways are always the best. We ask for your protection over President Donald Trump. We thank you so much for the recovery that he has made. We ask that you will put that same protection and and uh, healing power on all of those in his administration who have come down. And across this nation, Father, all of us. We ask you to guard and guide them. And we ask that you be with Judge Amy Coney Barrett as she undergoes a grilling again today. Father, you CSE Talk Radio, use power of the future and bless Daniel and all that he does and those who are working with him and helping him as they fight for this nation, this nation's future, our jobs and our communities. I give this hour to you for such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray, amen. As I was writing my monologue today, it's kind of tough. I'm not sure which road we're going to go down, but I thought, well, you know, there's always a road. <laughs> and our, I was reminded just as I was finishing up, and I was running a little late, about John Adams' quote, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. In 21 days, which direction will America choose? There is a path less taken. And there is a path to uh, that path to freedom, and there is another path that has been tried numerous times and always leads to the same end of poverty and slavery. So with that, I came to, and I'm not going to read the entire poem to you. You know the Robert Frost poem. But in the very last, well, in the last two paragraphs, it says, And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing... How way leads on to way. I doubted if I should ever come back. I doubted if I should ever come back. I think you need to remember that. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in the woods, and I took the less, the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. America chose a road less traveled, daring to be free and independent from a king. The people should rule themselves. We call it a republic. The great experiment is what they call it. Now we just 
have to ask ourselves, has the experiment failed or have we failed the experiment? For you see, we tried, we strayed from the plan, which was the Constitution and the rule of law, common sense, and even being a moral and religious people, we've strayed from that. Will we, the people, decide against living a free and independent life, against our Constitution and our Bill of Rights? Will we choose to walk away from freedom and into a governing of socialism? Oh, those social programs, how they feed and care for us so. But when that happens, there is no longer life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, property, and prosperity. The left claims equality utopia, but that is a lie. Rudy handed me a poster this morning, and it, it pictures two different sets of lions. And one lion is is in the free. They're sitting there, the breeze is blowing, and they're in the grass in the field. And the other one's behind bars, like in a zoo. And it says, one of these lions has security, free food, free shelter, free Medicare. <laughs> the other has no guarantees as to the quality of life or security. Which one would you rather be? Dangerous and free, or peaceful in slavery? Americans have been led for many decades by politicians promising to take care of us. And when they do, the cost of living is higher, health care is higher. Every time they fix it, every time they fix it, health care gets higher, and you have less control and say over your health care. Travel and gas skyrockets. Jobs disappear. America comes less, becomes less productive. I mentioned to you yesterday, if you remember, gas prices during the Obama and Biden administration was nearly $6 a gallon. I think it was in some parts of the nation. And now it's under $2. Listening to the hearings yesterday and the idiotic questioning and the whining of the left, I can't help but wonder, America, which road will you travel in 21 days? For me, the choice is clear, but for many, they remain confused, which is completely oblivious to me. Today's guest, he's traveled a lot, and uh, he wants the very best for America. We have Daniel Turner with us of Power of the Future. Daniel, how are you doing? I am doing well, Beth Ann. Thank you always for having me on, and, and great to be with you and your great listeners. Well, we appreciate you so much. I thought of you immediately when I saw this uh, this poster over the weekend on Parlor that, uh, um, remember when, let me remind you, and it had the gas prices. It had a picture of Exxon gas prices. It was like five eighty nine a gallon, and today it's like a dollar eighty two or something like that, or eighty nine. It's under two dollars, depending on where you are in the nation, I guess. But uh, the choice should be obvious, I'd think, but. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely the choice should be on it. And your opening monologue was, well, it's always wonderful. Um, but in light of the, the Supreme Court hearings, it's, it's even more wonderful. Uh, if, if your listeners haven't had a chance to tune in, there's Amy Coney Barrett. She does not have a note in front of her. She has a blank pad and a pen in case she needs to write something down. And here mm-hmm. are these fossilized Senators, and, and I don't mean to sound ageist, but, you know, Pat Leahy has been in the Senate longer than I've been alive. Um, <laughs> here are these 87, 88-year-old senators literally reading word for word off of a script, feigning indignation and absolutely outraged. And here's Amy Coney Barrett 
all from memory, all from knowledge, all from truth. And when you are surrounded by the truth, you don't need a lot of notes in front of you. You don't need staffers to prepare your your comments for you. And and all of the attacks thus far have been about health care and how she's going to take away people's health care. And it's frustrating that, A, people think the government has that much power to give or to take your health care. And B, yeah. and this is the hard thing, as you, you mentioned, you know, the government that takes care of you and feeds you, some of the stories they're telling truly are tragic, and you feel bad for these people. But no one on the left has pointed out that the Affordable Care Act raised premiums by 60% on the rest of us. And at what point isn't it unfair to me, a single healthy, uh, relatively healthy, single healthy guy, why do I have to pay 60% more? Because that person didn't take care of themselves. That person didn't buy their own health care. That person, whatever. Why is, why is it my responsibility? And, and when you ask that, I guess you're considered to be unkind or uncaring. And that's where we are as America right now. We're a socialized country. And we're going to get more of this if we get elect Obama Harris. Well, you know, I, uh, I was watching that yesterday for part of the time. I didn't get to watch the entire part of it but um most of what they were complaining about yesterday was even having to be there they didn't want to be there that was the first thing kamala said you know we don't want to be in her because she she was just up you know in another room in the same building it's just yes they are such hypocrites and and they whine about everything and when uh, Maisie was talking about apparently she had a bout of cancer and she's talking about the affordable. She doesn't have the affordable health care. They no. have a totally different health care. She exempted themselves. Yeah. Senators you know, exempted themselves because they don't want it. <laughs> they don't want the rest of us to know that. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. Power of the future. We're going to power up this hour, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. 
The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Uh, Daniel, on Facebook, we have a few listeners, and one of them ha- asked a question about how come the gas prices have stayed the same for the last several months. They haven't changed. And I thought, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I know that uh, things aren't moving, but I thought I'd let you answer that. Well, I, I can give you the honest answer or, uh, you know, to have some fun with the uh, the liberal senators on the Supreme Court. Let's just say it's all because of God. And God's will, and that's how Amy Coney Barrett's going to rule. It's all because of the working of the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't it be fun if she just answered a question like that once, just to let well, Einstein's Feinstein head explode? Her teeth would fall out. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> the reason why gas prices have stabilized is because we have a, an overabundance of oil. Uh, it's a supply and demand question, and our supply right. is is overloaded because um, we aren't using it as much oil. The, the number one consumption, uh, consumer of oil, the main use of oil in America, is transportation. Um, and we, until we see people commuting to work every day, and until we see business travel and the airlines at full capacity, we're going to continue to have more oil than we need. So while it's great that oil prices are so low, as we come out of coronavirus, which is going to happen the day after the election, <laughs> let's face it, um, we will see those prices go up because the demand will start to go up. But I don't think, unless there's some political will of the left, which is what they want, we 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 should not ever see those five and six dollar prices again. Because America produces more oil than we need. So, so we will always have good 
oil and gas prices because we have so much of it in our country. Unless, unless Joe and Kamala become president. <laughs> and I'm yes. saying Kamala will be president because they're going to they're gonna either tax them out of business or ban fracking altogether. And we will go back to being dependent on another nation and we'll see the prices rise again, I think. Exactly. I think and and half of yeah, half of our oil and two thirds of our natural gas come from fracking. Uh, so that means that as we want to drill a new well based upon the geology of that region, they decide, okay, well, before we drill, we need to frack it. Remember, fracking is only a two or three day process. It is not a, an ongoing thing. Um, but if you can't frack, well, then you can't drill. And then eventually, all those wells that are coming online will not come online. Remember, built-in for oil and gas prices also is is future drilling and prospective growth. So they realize, okay, well, we haven't drilled this one yet, but as well A starts to dry up and we start drilling well B, we'll stabilize, right? And so, if but if you know you can drill in the future because they have banned the practice, well, our supply is going to slowly diminish, and as the supply slowly diminishes, prices will go up, and we'll get stuck. Yep, and we don't want that again. So we're telling everybody no. here to vote, Demo- to vote against every Democrat from dog catcher on up, because we yeah. don't want to see that again. Yeah. And I, I saw an article on your website that 107,000 oil and gas jobs have been lost during this pandemic. That's That's astronomical. But we don't hear yeah, that in the mainstream that, media. We don't hear any of that. We just keep hearing. <laughs> My youngest no, and, and, set me at. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and those are all those are all newer jobs that came online as oil and grass, uh, oil and gas expanded, right? And so, as we were becoming more and more energy dominant, people were hiring because we continued to drill as it became. Uh, more readily available because of deregulation primarily. But now there's no reason to drill because we have too much oil and gas as it is. So those first come on, first ones fired. And that's a really serious loss. It's 107,000 people who had great jobs for a little while, and they've all lost it. Yeah, that's uh, hopefully we can get this country back up and going. I noticed the CDC came out yesterday. Oh yeah, we need to we need to unlock everybody. <laughs> we need to stop the yeah. lockdowns. It's it's hurting everyone in every which direction. And I started to say my son sent me a video yesterday from some reporter in Europe and they're reporting that uh, the coronavirus the uh, uh people catching it has gone up. But the deaths have gone way down, and they're trying to figure that out. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. sent him back a text, and I said, you know, people my age, we have a higher rate, you know, so our, we have a, the lowest rate of survival. And I read the other day that my my chances of surviving are 94.6%. Yes. Lower than anybody. That's a pretty good chance. <laughs> And and, no, and and look at two really famous people who have recently had the illness um, and who recovered in a matter of days. It's our beloved president and Governor Chris Christie, who people could say is maybe a large person, right, uh, <laughs> overweight, 
is is one of the biggest comorbidity factors in it. And Chris Christie was in the Plus hospital before he was very uncomfortable. Yeah, and he recovered. So now, granted, we can't say everyone is going to recover, and that's a tragedy. But can we admit that this is not this deadly disease that we have talked about? Now, maybe back in March and April, people were afraid because they didn't know. But we've been doing this now for eight months. Now we know what it then, is. Now we know how to, how to yeah. Even then, the the number of deaths were the well were our older people, and um, they were a lot of them were in the nursing homes. We lost a lot of that, and and even then we noticed that they were catching it even though they were locked down. So the lockdowns weren't yeah. keeping people from catching it, and it wasn't supposed to keep. That's what the big miss the, the big lie is all about, or misunderstanding, whatever you want to call it. We didn't lock down to keep people from catching it, necessarily. We know we're going to catch it. We locked down to stop the overrun on the hospitals and the care centers because they couldn't yeah, and put us all in there. So that's that why we shut down. Go ahead. Yep, and we've changed that metric so many times, right? We did say it was 15 oh, yeah. days to slow the spread because it was to prevent an, uh, an overrun at the hospitals. And then we exactly. talked about the lack of ventilators, and then that became the issue. And then it was the death rate, and then now it's the infection rate. So I just want to know what is the, me- the measure by which we are determining if we're winning. And if the measure should be the death rate, uh, you know, you can tell me, well, 40,000 more people had it today. Okay, but of the 40,000 who had it, What's their symptoms? What's their what's their prognosis? Right? People have been flipping out about football players catching it. Uh, college football players canceling games because the football team yeah. twelve cases, fifteen cases, not even a hospitalization. You know, you have a bunch of nineteen-year-old kids who have a cold for a couple days. So we 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 have all these panic headlines, but not one headline that says, "Yeah, they have it, but you know, they'll be fine." So why why do we want panic? And we're heading into the flu season. So everyone, you know, the, those who are going to catch the flu, well, many of them take flu shots. I I'm I'm a rebel. I don't take a flu shot. I may have to eat my words one day, but I don't take a flu shot because I know that no. they're just guessing anyway. <laughs> so I don't know what they're putting in me, and I'm not ready for it. But. We have a lot of people that take the flu shot, that take the pneumonia shot, and they, they're prepared every year for that flu. So we're going to have the yeah. flu season coming out. People are going to catch it, and they're going to catch COVID, and it's, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big year, but people survive. There, some don't, but the majority does. And, uh, I think we've got to stop living in fear and start living in freedom. And, and get exactly. out. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But get out. Quit locking yourself up. The, you know, winter's on its way. Get out there and enjoy this weather. The trees are beautiful right now. Get out and enjoy it. That's Amen. That. And then you, you talked about Kamala Harris's remarks yesterday, her indignation that we're having this hearing on Amy Coney Barrett saying we should be discussing coronavirus relief packages. Millions of people are infected. 200,000 have yeah. died. And my response would have been, can you not walk and chew gum at the same time? I didn't know the Senate was a, was a single factor, a, a single issue body. You can't have a, a Senate, a, a confirmation for a Supreme Court justice and look at stimulus at the same exact time. 
how is it an acceptable line of argument to say instead of this, we should be doing the other thing? We'll do them both. Damn it. You make so much money, you make $180,000 a year. You represent the largest state. Do four or five things, because i got to tell you, I'm talking to you on the radio. I'm keeping an eye on my sheep. I have two dogs. I have to head into D.C. because I'm going on Fox News later on this afternoon. Yeah. I'm juggling 15 things at the same time. As a senator, you're like, I can only do one thing at a time. Well, then maybe what you're on the wrong the line of work. What is she going to do as a president? <laughs> do you think the president doesn't juggle, <laughs> doesn't multitask every day, every hour? It's, and, it's you know, it's, if it's a candidate, you're calling a lid at 9 a.m., Joe Biden. What's going to happen when you are the president and a bomb goes off or the premier of China calls? Are you going to say, well, the president called the lid today at 9 a.m.? He's not doing any more work today. So, boy, oh, boy, I don't know what jobs these elected officials want. because they're Russia, The Russia and China leaders are going to be drooling. I mean, they're just drooling over taking over this country. I hear the music. We're headed into a break here pretty quick. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. He's the sponsor of the show, and we appreciate him so, so very much. And and without Daniel, we wouldn't be here. That's just the truth of it. You know, Daniel, I'm really kind of concerned about the election, and I know you are, too. And I kind of want you to just talk about that a little bit, because you know, the future of this nation, its energy, its uh, productivity, all of it is hanging in the balance over this election. And it's not just the pandemic. It's what the left is wanting, the road they're wanting to take us down. I want you to kind of address that because I know you have some concerns as well. I believe our president's going to win, but I'm not so sure that I I would, uh, uh, I'm not going to quit fighting. (laughs) I'm going to keep fighting for it and and calling everyone out uh, to vote. But I I want you to kind of address that. I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, I... I appreciate that, and thank you. I have an op-ed that just went online on Real Clear, um, and it, it outlines a, a little bit into the future of what would happen if there was a Biden-Harris administration, and what would happen if we saw this fracking ban, and, and make no mistake about it, they want a fracking ban. They're saying it now because the polls are tight in Ohio and Pennsylvania, um, but for two years on the campaign trail, in private and in public, they have talked about a fracking ban. So I can't believe them now that they have conveniently changed their minds. But in this op-ed, I talk about what the future looks like with a dwindled energy supply and how it affects agriculture, manufacturing, jobs, transportation, right? We had in 2019 before, as President Trump would say, the China virus hit. In 2019, we had the largest ever retail travel uh, um, hospitality restaurant record uh, uh, economy economic success ever. More people tra- took airplanes. More people traveled. More people ate out at restaurants. And the reason why is because energy makes everything inexpensive, right? Our food prices, the transportation of our food. If you're eating organic, uh, you know, Chilean sea bass at a restaurant in the middle of the country, like the great state of Missouri, that creature has had to get there somehow, and it had to get there quickly 
and at a price that you can afford. And maybe it was a $20 entree, and you're like, oof, this is more than I would normally spend, but boy, is it good. And the reason why is because it got there fast, and it got there fast because energy is abundant. So much is on the line of the things we eat. Our clothes get more expensive. Our And then the saddest part is what the real future looks like when we talk about foreign policy. You know, I was in high school when the first Gulf War broke out, and I believed the line, no blood for oil. I know that from a fluxionist argument. We did not go to war for oil. But we did go to war for our lifestyle, because if America had no oil and gas, if we had no energy, we would have no economy, and we would, we would have anarchy, we would have hunger, we would have misery. So we were protecting our interests. Um, what will happen when we need to go back to the Middle East for oil and gas? What will happen when we have to go to Russia and Venezuela like we've done in the past? Or, as the Biden-Harris proposal is, we go green and China, who makes 70% of the, of the green technology and has 90% of the monopoly on the components of green technology, what will happen when China is – are we giving up the Middle East overlords? for a Chinese overlord, and when it's the year 2030, and Hurricane X comes through Houston and destroys the solar field, and we go to China and say, hey, we need replacement parts, what if the premier says no? What if he says, I'll send you replacement parts, but what do I get in return? And we grew up hearing about the Straits of Hormuz and battles in the Persian Gulf. Are we going to now have battles in the South China Sea? Tensions rising in the South China Sea as America and Chinese Navy forces, well, of course we'll have them because China's going to protect their interests, which is dominating America, just like Iran protected their interests when oil was $95 a barrel and they had a lot of surplus money. So we're creating enemies. And I could go on and I apologize. I'm grateful you gave me so much time to talk. But it's not just what we put in our gas, in our car. It's not the price at the pump. It's not the price of a utility bill. Well, okay, my heating bill will go up a couple bucks. I can survive. It's so much bigger than that. It's bigger on a geopolitical stage. It's bigger on an economic and national security stage. And I, I don't know if everyone realizes how much is on the line if we start tinkering politically with our energy. Hmm. Well, you can go on all you want because we need to know this. And I want the American people who are listening to understand. I don't understand anybody that's teetering and doesn't know who they're going to vote for just yet. And I want everybody to go to the polls and vote. (laughs) But we've got to understand there is a lot at stake here. Uh, America will no longer be free and independent if we allow somebody like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to take over. Joe, they're already they're already making plans on how to get him out of the presidency because he's incapable. They're already doing that. That's what the 25th Amendment mm-hmm. search is all about. They know they're not going to get rid of Trump, but um, they're going to try and get rid of Biden pretty much right away. They know he can't do yeah. a job. He can't even do a speech. And, and it's sad. I can't even believe his family is doing that to him. How? It's cruel. That's abuse. It's cruel and it's abuse and it's, and it's demeaning. And I never liked his politics, but why would you take somebody in and, and humiliate them like that? Exactly. Um, because yeah. that's how much they want power. And, and as Lindsey Graham said in the Kavanaugh hearings, when he was 
beet red and, and, and brimming with anger. He said, y'all want power so bad, I hope you never get it. They wanted power so bad over, over the, the Kennedy vacancy on the Supreme Court that they did that willingly, consistently, gleefully to Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, Who knows what they're going to start doing to Amy Coney Barrett, but look at what they'll do to Joe Biden. I don't think Brett Kavanaugh is an exception. They'll do it to anybody because power is very, very important to them. Um, and, and it, again, the, the, the best indication of this is a, an HR line, right? The best indication of future performance is past behavior. So the best way to determine what's going to happen in the future is to look at what people did in the past. And in the past, Joe Biden comfortably watched jobs go to China. He comfortably said a strong China is good for America, it's good for the world. Now we're supposed to believe he's going to stand up to China. When asked about the jobs we were losing, his boss, President Obama, said, well, what do you want me to do, wave a magic wand? These jobs, they're not coming back. We need to find new jobs. Now we suddenly believe he cares about manufacturing. Now he believes in the Rust Belt. Now he believes in America. Well, he has a legacy of not believing. He has a legacy in globalism. He has a legacy in building up China and building up other countries at our expense. And now he wants us to believe he's going to put America first? No. I can't believe that. I don't care how tight the race is. I don't care what rhetoric he uses or how glossy and shiny his videos are. The best indication of future action is past behavior, and his past behavior always puts the world ahead of America. And that's not the president I want. And not just Joe Biden and Barack Obama. No offense to them, George Bush and H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton, not Ronald Reagan. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. There, but well, you know, it was, countries uh, first. it was Herbert Walker that first gave that little speech that included the uh, New World Order. And the New World mm-hmm. Order cannot have America in the lead. It just can't. And that's why they have to tear no. us down. And it's sad, but no. it's true. And, 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 and I hate saying it, but these politicians, they're past. You know, how long have they been there? I hope Maxine Waters loses. You see this guy that's running against her? I can't remember his name right now, but he has, he has an amazing Wonderful video, video out. I mean, it's just yep. amazing, and uh, he is a vet. Um, I hear music. He's a vet, and I, there's somebody running against Pelosi, too, and I haven't heard much about that. But I think, this is what I think, in America, you've got to, you've got to make it happen. Just that thinking it and having a good feeling isn't enough, because those good feelings kind of come and go as <laughs> the news comes and goes. But I believe we're going to take the House, increase the Senate, and we're going to have President Donald Trump as president. And America will have four more years of prosperity. But then what? We cannot. We cannot sit back and say, whew, that's over. Because it's never over. It's never over there. After the Republic. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back.
a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call 818-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. The following is not paid for or endorsed by any political candidate, party, or radio station. Ladies... Democrats are counting on your votes, but you cannot count on the Democrats. Socialism pushed by our Democrats is an economic theory proven to fail, characterized by state government ownership of businesses, property, and services. The state is in charge of production and distribution of all goods. Social programs and services cannot be offered to you unless they take your dollars and your choices away. Education will not be free. It will be controlled. No school choice. 
Health care will not be free or affordable. It will be controlled. Defunding our local police, disarming citizens, letting prisoners go free is the true existential threat to your safety and your family. President Donald Trump is not the enemy of the republic. He is the enemy of the political elites and the Democrat socialists and the globalists. November 3rd, vote against every Democrat from dog catcher to senator. Vote for President Donald Trump. Let's restore our republic and bring America home. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner. We're in the final segment of today's show. It's the fastest hour of the day, every day, every Monday through Friday anyway. PowerTheFuture.com. I'm inviting you and encouraging you to visit his website, uh, his op-ed that he just mentioned. We're going to put it on our Facebook page uh, so you can find it easier. And, uh, you know, Daniel, I appreciate all that you do so very much and what you do for us. Uh, for CSC Talk Radio, but what you're doing out there for uh, uh, America in general, and I just loved it when you sent me the picture of your sheep the other day. I'm sorry I told you they looked like goats, but <laughs> the one kind of looked like a goat. I had to zoom in on him. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> I showed my husband. He got a big kick out of it. He really liked it. And I said, yeah, he's getting into this. And, and uh, we didn't know what else you were going to do because you do travel a lot. But goats can kind of, I mean, <laughs> can kind of take care of themselves as long as you keep the wolves away. But <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'll do a call-in show with you sometimes where I can take questions about being a new farmer and all the pitfalls and mistakes and uh, everything I'm doing wrong. And it, it is fun figuring it out. Um, I, I admire tremendously the men and women who do it for a living where their finances depend on this, right? This is a, this is a hobby. I'm lucky enough to, to be able to do this for fun um, because I've always wanted to try, but it's a little non-consequential. Of course, I don't want any of my animals to die. Um, but, boy, I'm thinking if I made a mistake and this is the difference between a paycheck and not a paycheck or food and not food, how much I admire Uh-oh. the men and women who do this for a living because it's hard. <laughs> It is. It's tough work, but they do love. They love what they do. It's not. It's a commercial. It's not a job. It's a way of life. You know, they're talking about the cowboying, with they're out there uh, riding the, with the uh, cows and herding them in and get the horses. You know, going. It, it's a way of life, and uh, uh, it's okay to have a hobby because it's awesome. It's an awesome thing to learn to learn about the animals and and uh, wait till you watch some of them give birth. That ought to be fun. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I remember the very first time I was on your show, and you were you and I've said this many times. You were the very first radio show to have me on uh, when I started this organization, and and for that I will always be grateful to CSC Talk Radio and to you personally, uh, as well as professionally. But the very first time I was on your show, I said I started this organization because the folks in rural America really were, were missing out from benefits, right? They didn't have a lot of men and women in D.C. who were making decisions with their interests at heart. Not even sometimes they're senators or they're elected officials, right? They, yeah, exactly. and, and now that I live a little bit in rural America, I can totally see that. Um, we lived at a time not long ago when people could say, well, my grandfather was a coal miner or my grandfather was a farmer. But we've moved to the city. We've become city folks or suburbanites. 
and we've forgotten about rural America. And we need, your show is the best voice for rural America. We need rural America. It's our food, our energy, our, our, our manufacturing, uh, and our airmen and our Marines and our sailors are from rural yeah. America. And they need, they need advocates like that and talk radio. So we are eternally grateful to you. Well, I thank you for that, and and I know that you, traveling around and visiting, you can understand, and that's why you've grown to really love rural America and, and want to be connected, and that the sheep and your dogs, and he's, he's got three acres there, which he thinks isn't much, but I'm telling you, it's a lot to take care of, three acres. <laughs> it's not hundreds of acres. You don't have to have the big tractor and all that, but three acres is a lot to take care of, and those those sheep will help you. <laughs> They'll help they keep you keep down. <laughs> you have to move them from they one will. field to one acre to the other. But, but uh, I don't know a whole lot about raising sheep. My husband raised hogs and cattle when I was on the farm with him. And and uh, you know, rural America are they're they're unique. They're just they're unique and wonderful people. And uh, DC and they're truly patriots at us. Yes, yeah. and DC looks down their nose at us. We we don't even matter in the eyes of people like AOC and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters. We don't even matter to them, and uh, no, we think we but do. They will matter. use the fruits of their labor, <laughs> right? They they will, but they need you for their food. They need you for their energy. Um, they 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 cannot live without you, but. That's right. You're absolutely right. They do look down upon rural America as less sophisticated um, and even a little bit less worthy of a voice or a seat at the table. Uh, look at Joe Biden's recent comments about uh, do the voters deserve to know? No, they don't. Why do, the, do they deserve to know what you think about core packing? No, they don't deserve. When he was asked yesterday, a statistic, 56% of Americans said they're better off today than four years ago, and the journalist asked, so why should those 56% of Americans vote for you? He said, well, then they shouldn't vote for me, right? He has disdain for, for, for these. He doesn't want democracy. He doesn't want the Democrat process. He just wants power. Just, I got to go through this charade of the election, and but they don't want to do it. They just want power. They want you to shut up and listen to them. Well, and I, I want to do a show just on, maybe, you know, I'm still trying to get Josh Hawley, and I'm still reaching out, but he's a little busy right now. <laughs> he's just a little busy. He's preoccupied. <laughs> to talk about the consequences of these changes that, that the Democrats are wanting to make uh, with the, with the uh, Senate, with the adding of the states, with the packing of the court, adding on to uh, the number of justices in the Supreme Court, Mm-hmm. And with the uh, uh, Electoral College. What do those mean? How are those significant? And I want to talk about I want to do a show. I'd probably do a show on just one of them. But I'd like to do a show on just all of them. And I know you've got a good grasp of that. And I, it's hard to explain, you know, with the Electoral College, how they're, how they're redistricting to make kind of go around that. And then the elections yeah. of the Senate. They want to make the Senate look like the House of Representatives. They, they've mentioned that. These differences would just completely crash our Constitution. Absolutely. And I can help you try to find a, a good constitutional scholar who would be a wonderful guest 
I have, a, a, you know, limited knowledge in this because I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a constitutional expert. But you're right. These are enormous structural changes made by a disgruntled and angry group of people who want absolute power. And if they can't get it legitimately, well, then they will just change the rules. If the obnoxious kid on the, on the playground whose parents are rich and buy him everything, and as soon as he starts losing the game, he just takes his bat and ball because it's his and he leaves. And that's it. You're not yeah. playing anymore because it's my game. And they don't well, I want to see him lose big. I, I exactly. want to see him lose big. They have to. But it's, but it's yeah. They have and, to. And that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. That's not the end. And I, I want my listeners to understand that. This fight has continued. There's always somebody around the corner wanting to take your rights away. Yeah. There's always somebody. And in your great state of Missouri. Go ahead. In your great state of Missouri in 2018, you saw a wonderful example of that with Claire McCaskill, who had a little bit of disdain for the people of Missouri. She had disdain for the American process. She didn't feel like she needed to campaign against this rube 20 or 35 year old uh, attorney general. And I'm Claire. Exactly. And she looked by eight or nine points. It wasn't even close. Well, we've been and, and we've been proud of him. We've been proud of him thus yes. far. He's held he's held his own. The music is going. We're out of time. Daniel, oh, no. thank you. Thank you. I know. Yes, I know. We're on radio. <laughs> thank you. God bless you for all that you do. And take care of those sheep and those dogs. And let's all bring America home. Home. Are you worried about America? Do you fear the power of the Obama brigades to take away your rights? The Obama presidency is the most radical left-wing administration in American history. Our constitutional liberties are in danger. What can you do? Join the Council of Conservative Citizens. For over 20 years, the CFCC has fought for the rights and ideals of the European-American majority. The CFCC has won legal and political battles to protect your heritage and your liberties. The CFCC advocates strong state governments over the power of Washington, D.C. to rule your life. The CFCC believes in an American-first foreign and domestic policy which opposes globalism and one-world government. The CFCC advocates racial integrity as God's natural order. Visit our website today at www.cfcc.org and join fellow European Americans in the fight for our people. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's LibertyNewsRadio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today.